Hello everyone. Welcome to the first episode of The Expat Wife. My name is Tina and I will be the host of this show. First of all, I want to say thank you for all your wonderful feedback after listening to the trailer. In this episode, I will be talking about how it all began. In December 2010, my husband came home one evening and asked if I would want to move to China. I had just come home from work and our, at this point, one and a half and three-year-old kids were demanding their well-deserved attention. So my first reaction was a laughing no. We had talked about moving ever since we met, but had ruled out China as everything we heard about didn't sound very attempting. My husband had been for longer business trips to the US, Japan and India, countries I always wanted to live in. And we had always talked about moving there in a heartbeat. Furthermore, I had just started my dream job as a social worker for the city council. We were in the middle of the process to become a foster family and on top of this all, our flat was under renovation. So there was no reason to think he was not joking. The next few days, we didn't talk about it again and I had completely forgotten about it all. One evening, when the kids were in bed and we had time to talk, husband said, can we talk about China? I said, why? Is it serious? Do you really have an offer for China? His answer was, yes, they need someone there the latest in March. Remember, it was December 2010. My feelings at this moment were a mixture of excitement, panic, happiness and anger. Anger because why at this moment? Why China? Why at a, at a point in our life where we had so many other projects and things we were looking forward to? Let's say I was completely overwhelmed. To be honest, I didn't have the feeling of no, it was more a yes but. Needless to say, I had so many questions. Where about in China? What to expect? For how long? What would we do with the children? But still, it was China. And I have to admit at this point, China sounded really scary to me. At this point, he could only give me the name of the location and that his contract would be for three years. In the end, the only thing he needed to know if I would jump into this adventure with him. I knew at this point that this question I was able to answer with a big yes. So I spent the next few days searching about China. What was the country about? Was, what were the people? Who lived there? What was the political situation? Was it really as scary as people told us? And furthermore, Weren't there all this uprising at this point in all the Arabic countries? Weren't there rumors that China is going to have this as well? So I started to read books, used the internet and was lucky enough to find a scholar who wrote a lot of books about China and was working with universities to enhance Chinese and German cooperations. 
And all he said was, you will have a great time. And looking at it back now, he was absolutely right. Of course, giving up my job and giving up the opportunity to become a foster parent wasn't an easy one. But as my husband said, it would be only for three years. This opportunity felt the once in a lifetime chance for all of us. And on a little side note, I didn't believe it would actually happen. I remember one evening I met with my two best friends and as I wasn't allowed to talk about it all, I said, hey, I need to tell you a rumor, but I think you can forget about it immediately. Apparently, we are moving to China. They looked at me and said, really? I said, I don't think so. So we laughed and kept on with our daily conversations. But anyway, so after my husband went to his boss and we said, yes, we do, the big, the big long waiting began. It was clear that it wouldn't be March, but probably August that we would go. It is important to say, as I mentioned earlier, during this process, you can't talk to anyone about it, as mostly it is top secret for whatever reasons, and there are many other candidates. The next few months we were, re were really strange. On one hand, we lived our normal lives, finished the flat renovation, planned holidays, and on the other hand, we always kept in mind that we would maybe move to China. I bought a book, Chinese is Easy, and started learning the language. And the title of the book gave me the self-confidence that I actually would be able to speak a little bit of a language where everyone said, this is the hardest language in the world. It was difficult not to talk about it all to your families and friends, but I chose my two closest friends to talk about it as it was important sometimes to talk about all the fears and all the questions in my head and just to have someone to ensure that everything will be fine besides my husband. So we cancelled the application to become a foster family by saying we felt our children were too young, which was a lie, but on the other hand, somewhat true. As we didn't want to let anyone down, if we would inform them too late in the process. And for my job, I was only on a one year's contract and asked not to extend it for the same reason. But have to say this was a hard one as I knew I couldn't go back to this position if we wouldn't move as they would find a replacement very quickly. In the end, we had to wait until the last official signature was placed under the contract until August 15th. By that time, we already knew that we wouldn't move in August. The moving date was announced for November 1st. So at this point, we had 10 weeks to go. But before we moved, we had to visit our future hometown for a week to see what we had to expect. We had been informed straight away that we couldn't bring our children as it would be too stressful for them. Something I couldn't accept, as I didn't want to leave my children behind, while both of us, as parents, were being on a different continent. So, we went through all the options, from my husband goes by himself, 
to I go by myself, to what options would be there to leave our children at a place where they could stay even something goes wrong with the flights. As my husband had been on business trips to China already, he knew what to expect. And me going by myself wasn't a real option neither, as I had never been outside of Europe and didn't feel self to go by myself. My aunt came to rescue and offered to look after the kids. And as we felt that she could look after them for a longer period of time, it was a good and safe option. We signed all sorts of documents, giving her the power of attorney while we were gone. Maybe we went over the top here, but it gave us a better feeling to go. So in the beginning of September, three weeks after the final decision was made, we went off to our information trip to China. I was overwhelmed with, overwhelmed with impressions and understood quickly why we could haven't brought the kids. It was a whirlwind of a week as we looked at probably 20 different apartments and houses, looked at two different schools and been introduced to supermarkets and doctor's offices. We wanted to make the decision on housing and schooling while we were there, simply to be able to prepare the kids and ourselves to our new life. The school was an easy one, as we went to the first one, absolutely loved it, and the second one wasn't very welcoming. We were actually thankful for this, because we had the feeling there were so many decisions to make that at least this one was taken out of our hands. The housing was more tricky, because all we looked at were apartments and one terraced house. So we chose the house simply as it was the one that stood out. When we came back home after a week and picked up the kids, we were able to tell them about the new life ahead. Even they were little, they had an understanding that something big was going to happen. From now, we had four weeks to pack as the movers would come two weeks before our actual leaving date, which was set for October 28th. We still had big decisions to make, what to do with the flat, what to do with the cars. The flat we just had bought four years earlier, but didn't want to have the burden to look after it while we were in China. So we decided to sell it, a decision we, were, we are still debating if it was the right one, but at least we had a decision and something less to worry about. One decision we regret was that we gave away everything we had, all books, furniture, all bits and pieces, as we wanted to travel light. We only took our clothes, kids' toys and my, at this point, 60 cups. They are more now. <laughs> It would all have been a lot harder without our friends who were there all the time, helping to tidy up, sorting out and sometimes just for the emotional support. So many little decisions had to be made and my husband often refers about this time as the most stressful in our relationship. There was so much pressure on our shoulders and often we were facing criticism of people around us who said things like, how can you do this to your poor children, taking them out of their well-known environment. One person said to me, how can you leave your poor old parents alone? Something that couldn't be easily brushed off. But we always knew that our family was more than happy for us to go. 
Therefore, it was important to be surrounded by friends and family, sharing the excitement. And we were excited, even though tired. Maybe it is important to mention that while we were packing and throwing things out, I still didn't believe we would go. Because, actually, our visa hadn't arrived yet. This only came through when we had our final coffee in our flat, after we had already signed the contract that the flat was sold. Maybe sometimes you just have to believe and stay calm. So, on October 28, 2011, 11 months after my husband asked, do you want to move to China, we boarded on a Lufthansa flight to Shanghai to start our new life in Suzhou, China. I will stop here and promise to keep on going in the next episode of The Expat Wife. Please keep on sharing your questions and I hope some of yours have already been answered today. Take good care. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episode, then please click on the follow button on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Take good care. I'm Tina, the host of this show. Thank you.